We're in the Northwest, invited by the Northwest Department of Economic Development, Environment, Conservation and Tourism. They're hosting the Provincial Climate Change Strategy Workshop at the Mabato uh, Convention Centre. It starts uh, on the 24th. It started today on the 24th. It, sh- it will go on until tomorrow, on the 25th of November 2022. It's a two-day workshop uh, and they want to deal with the strategies and implementation plans when it comes to tackling the uh, climate change crisis in South Africa. To tell us more about about why we're here today. We've got Dr. Heno Havenga. He is from the School of Geo and Spatial Sciences at the Northwest University, the Poch Chefstrom campus. Indeed. Hello, Dr. Heno. How are you today? Hello. I'm well. Thank you for having me. Okay, so what is the Northwest University's role in, sh- in ensuring that this event achieves its intended purpose? So the Northwest University actually has a very strong research focus in climatology, air quality, and climate change. Yeah. And so for us to be here, we're bringing local local expertise to the department's um, initiative over here. Expertise from the Northwest to solve Northwest problems. Okay. So what do you think is the general public's perception of climate change? And how can the public and maybe private partnerships help the government uh, mitigate the crisis? So that's a very interesting question. I've, there was a recent study that showed that climate change awareness amongst the South African population is only about 30 to 40 percent. And within really? that awareness, only a very, very small subgroup take it very seriously. But I think if we, we were to do that studies again after the recent floods, um, recent extreme variable weather we've had, we've, we'd seen, we'd, we'd see different research coming out. I think people are becoming more aware of the risk of climate change, mm. how, how um, often it happens, and their future risk scenarios in, in the province locally and um, nationally. I feel like when we talk climate change, people think that it's something that's going to happen in the future and they're not really aware exactly. that it is happening right now. Do you think exactly. enough information is out to educate the public about we're actually living in this era right now? Mm. No, I think there is information. I think sometimes us as scientists, me included, struggle to communicate effectively. We focus on the nitty-gritties, focus on the, the maths and the physics, and we mm. forget that you know we need to get a very communicable, com- communicative, I don't know if that's a word, mm. message out there, something that's simple, something that yes, people can interpret, something yes. that they can use to take action and to say, how can I actually make a tangible, practical change in my daily routine mm. to combat climate change? But we are sometimes a bit complex in our communication. But obviously there's something that you scientists, you as scientists okay. are trying to change, right? Yeah, we know <laughs> and we like, the, we like the finer details. Yeah. And and I guess, you know, when we have a s- platforms such as this one, this strategic workshop here at the Mabato Convention Center, this is when you can engage with the public. Yes, exactly. And it's been very insightful for me, for, for me to sit here. I led the youth, um, the youth session this morning. And just yeah. the questions that, that I receive, I'm not usually exposed to because usually I sit in a conference room full of other scientists. Yes. And the questions are questions are science-based and we don't necessarily think about policy but the reality is we have to yeah we have to do science that matters we have to bring our science into perspective we have to bring our science into the real life because otherwise people also stop taking science seriously exactly all right so do you believe that the province's rural livelihoods have a low adaptive capacity to the effects of climate change so i'm i don't want to say yes because i think we are very resilient okay i think that the nature of being South African, what we're exposed to, makes us very resilient. But I do think the fact that we have such high unemployment, high poverty, makes the economic adaptability quite hard. Yeah. And people can't necessarily 
buy their way out of climate change as oh. they do in developed countries, mm. which is very sad. But I think we are resilient, and I think that's something that we should be proud of. And I think we will get through this um, as a resilient population. Are there any best practices, Doc, that the university can share with the department that address the key public-private partnerships in order to address the effects of climate change here in the Northwest Province? Yeah, so that's very important. Um, I think the different sectors have different goals. And in the end, when we bring them together, we can innovate change. The government functions at a different level. They have different different challenges that they face from local to provincial to national. They have different policies they account, have to account for different sectors, whereas the private sector can, can fund innovation. They can yes. fund it on a very small scale for a very specific project. They don't have to think about everything such as government has. And while the university, where is innovation hub? We, mm. we are a place where people can come and they can be creative and they can play around. And this playing around leads to some exciting stuff that eventually in the future – um, drives change and drives drives uh, something that can make us more sustainable potentially in our sector. Indeed. I love this conversation, Doc, but I like how we were talking about how uh, communication needs to be a lot more uh, simplistic yes, so that yes. the general public can absorb it and take action, right? Yes. All right, so that was Dr. Heno Havenga from the School of Geo and Spatial Sciences at the Northwest University at the Pochestrum campus.